What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the HK video game experience. This is Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? Uh, it's been a long time since we've talked, man. It's been a few it really weeks. Has. It's kind of weird now that I'm, I'm just kind of thinking as we're as we're talking here. We recorded the 50th episode, and then we're, because we recorded the uh, golf club first, that was like May or excuse me, March 30th, mm-hmm. and then whenever the 50th episode, that's almost been a, probably about a month since we've talked last, man. Or, yeah, I'm sure I've called you between there, but we haven't done any podcasting. No, we haven't. We've been kind of silent there. You know, I actually wanted to do a fireside chat on uh, Avengers Endgame, but just never got the time to sit down and do it between child being sick me being sick um my my 99 year old grandfather-in-law this week fell and broke his hip so <laughs> had beagles we, barking in the background you got all kind got, of drama going on got, man i got be- i got beagles tonight k- kicking up a stink <laughs> i mean it's just it's 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 smell like wet beagle doing the podcast oh god yes yeah, I, I smell horrible i'm glad that we do not have smell of vision on here because if we did you'd be like oh my god wet beagle smells horrible oh, so gosh. i mean it's just been it's been rough one one thing after another and two it's just been raining so much here so like with my in-laws and their farming that you know that hasn't been going well so it's just put everything behind so because i helped them with that stuff some so just behind on everything and it's just you know no time to catch up for anything well you eat an elephant one bite at a time man uh yeah i know and that those are some big bites i'm having to take out because <laughs> it's just oh man life-size bites uh, yeah it's been crazy well uh so back at the uh the crawfish tournament. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. That's good. Okay, I like. I lost my train of thought there. So the uh, Southern Proper, because you're talking about it's raining. I played with yeah. Zach on Southern Proper today, and uh, because it was pouring down rain in there, so, I know all of our fans will be happy to know that Southern Proper is thriving now. We got like over 20 members, I think, and uh, continue to grow. A lot of new tournaments coming up, so we're having a good time with that. And I'm about to put another free lessons video out. I just got on there the other day. I actually put it on the other day and just could put a little, uh, it's all by accident, but it was cool. Um, on Call of Duty, I called in a fighter plane. And as, as I, my fighter plane was coming in, somebody, uh, the enemy had called on in just before that. And I was able to shoot that fighter down with my fighter plane. And I got it on video. I didn't even know you oh, could nice. do that. Yeah, that's what that's I put on. Cool. Did you see that I put a video on HK's? No, YouTube? I didn't see that. No, I didn't see it. I'm it's sorry. Like 30 it seconds or something. Yeah. It's nothing yeah, to it. I've just been, 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 been away from everything lately. It's just, it's, so you, you hadn't been playing any games lately? I've been playing some Toe Jam. <laughs> there you on, go. I saw I put, you on Destiny I, 2 the other day. I put, I put it on my phone. I put a Toe Jam on my phone and started playing Toe Jam. So, so yeah, absolutely. So here's what we're talking about today: is a little Toe Jam and Arrow, which we'll get into it a little bit more than that, uh, a little bit more in depth later on. But uh, oh man, there's a uh, I can't get into it, man. I don't want to jump right into it yet, but. Uh, <laughs> Did uh did you know anything in the news? I haven't even been keeping up with any of the news lately, dude. I've kind of been out of it. So it's kind of been funny. It's uh it, it's not been it's not been rambunctious with news, but it has been having a little trickles in here and there. And in the rumor mill right now, the big talk is between the PS5 and the next Xbox. You know, they don't know what they're going to call it. So next um, X. We, we, we just call it. We're going to call it the Xbox One Two. But anyways. <laughs> Twelve. Anyways, uh, so the big thing is, is PlayStation or Sony has released some not out there specs, but just some 
general information roughly that says, hey, this is how powerful, this is roughly how powerful our machine, we're planning to try to make our machine and things like that. And then Microsoft came back and said, oh, we're doing it better than that. And that's basically mm-hmm. all they said. We're, we're just going to be more powerful than that. Ours is better than that. You know, no real layout or anything like that. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're, we, we, we've got that topped. And I'm like, <laughs> really, Microsoft, you said that last time, and look at what happened to you. Yeah. You, you get, got outsold two to one easy. You know, yeah. it might even be three to one at, at some point, you know. And you'll never so, go digital only either. I remember them saying that three well, times. Well, they just released a new Xbox One S that's a digital only yeah. Xbox One S. I don't know if yeah. you saw that. I saw a picture of it, and it's basically the same box with no disc slot in the front of it. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> I really, I really think you're shooting yourself in the foot because unless you've got like a four terabyte hard drive in there, you're telling people you can only have a couple games. I mean, nowadays on a one to two terabyte hard drive, you're only got like 10, 12 games on there. A lot of people like having these big library of games nowadays. So it's just one of those things of just. I don't you know, know why they'd want to do that. I mean, they, oh, the developers I want to develop uh, will want to develop for our console because they don't have to develop any hardware, you know, stuff yeah. like that. That's the only thing that I can imagine. But you know, well, we're going to be ahead of the head of the game. It's all going digital, which mm-hmm. no, it's not. Like when it's Kindle not. came out, everybody thought books were going to die. No, dude, there's books still actually books. grew. I right. mean, books actually grew reading. after the Kindle. I mean, it actually drove, drove people to read more. So, I mean, maybe this might actually drive people to game more to try and force <laughs> them to the digital content. I mean, I yeah. doubt it. But yeah. I mean, when you got people like Nintendo and you got and you got Sony that are just pushing out great content, I really think the reason why Microsoft's trying to pull this is because they don't have anything good that is just for them. I mean, look at all of what what PlayStation has put out for the PS4. Look at all the great games just for it, and they're talking about doing sequels of those games for the PS5 and new things on top of that. I mean, I'm sorry, but Sony's got the market for first-party titles. I mean, they really do. And unless Microsoft has something to come back with, they're, they're not going to... They have no. There's no competition there anymore. And so I think really them going with this, trying to say, oh, well, things going digital, you know, I think them trying to push that is their last-ditch effort to try to you know, one-up Sony or to try to beat Sony at their own game, which, excuse me, I'm sorry, I just don't think they're going to do. And I'm just, I'm too impressed with what Sony has been putting out. I mean, they've really been doing great things. And two, take Destiny. They had exclusive content just for Destiny on just Sony, on just on PlayStation. You know, that's a multi-platform game and you get stuff on there first. Heck, it took, Almost two years to get some of the stuff that was first released on Destiny on Xbox on the first version. I mean, they, they've they, they've just done the partnerships right with all the developers. So I'll tell you a better selling point than Destiny: a little game called God of War, exclusive oh. PlayStation game of the year that you have in your uh, still in a cellophane over there that well, you haven't if, even touched. Well, if you're talking exclusives, you got God of War, you got Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, those oh, two right saying. there. Yeah, God of War. I mean, game of Let's the year. Right there. Last of Us, Uncharted. I mean, you can go, you can go further in that list. I mean, those are just four games right there that are high quality game of the year games that have blown it away. They're developing a new Last of Us just for um the just for the for the PlayStation Five. Um, 
is Days Gone? Days Gone is just PS4 too, right? I don't know. I didn't really keep up with that, dude. I'm I, just sick I of think, zombies. I think I, I think I think Days Four is just PS4 as well. It hasn't done as well as some of the other games. Yeah, it is only PlayStation. That 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 because they've been hitting ragging on it. It it didn't do as well as the other ones, but it's still a good game. I mean, it they've still got quality. They put out quality stuff just for the PlayStation. So yeah. So PS5 2020. 20 they're thinking yeah 2020 is when it's going to probably drop probably the holiday season of 2020 that's that's the rough estimate and the rumors are kind of sticking true with that just because sony has pulled out of e3 for this year and the rumor is is the reason why is they're trying to make their uh their their play events that's what they call it um bigger and probably they're going to release uh information about the ps5 at their big play event this summer um Microsoft's still a part of E3. They'll be there pushing that. They're trying to take over E3 since Sony's not going to be there, which I don't blame them. I mean, it's their it's their chance to try to do something. So we'll see how it goes. And then, of course, Nintendo, they got the Switch, and they're just trucking along in their own little world, just knocking it out, out of the park. <laughs> I mean, they really are. I mean, I can't, I can't yeah. knock them. I mean, I can't, I can't knock them at all for what they've been doing. I mean, you got Mario Maker Two that's fixing to come out. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be an awesome game. Uh, I mean, you've got the all different types of stuff for them. I mean, I'm sorry, but when you've got Nintendo and Sony out there, why do you need Xbox? Because, yep, digital only, I guess. I mean, because everybody's been, man, I wish we didn't have these physical games and just had a digital only console. Man, I really. It said no gamer ever, you know? This yeah. is stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to have to play so much in storage because, yeah, you get a cloud storage with your Xbox Live subscription, but it's minute. I mean, it, you, 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 you're going to have to pay large amounts of money for good storage to be able to access these games. And it's just not feasible unless they decide to go to like what the PlayStation Now is where you can play PlayStation games streaming live. I mean, well, you could do so, that, but 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 I think that I mean it, it's going to hurt them because when you look at people like me in a rural area like I'm at, you've got lower internet speeds and you're not going to be able to play those games as well. So like uh, Chevy Vega, he's he's a friend of mine. He comments a lot on our YouTube, Stephen Vega. He uh, is called on Chevy, but um, we were we worked together and he had a PlayStation Vita. With like the sixty four gig, I mean, like hundreds of games on there, and at one point he's just like, "Man, I'm just sick of the Vita. I'm going to sell it or whatever." I said, and I didn't know he downloaded all the games. And I was like, "Cool, man. Well, then, dude, let me get uh, first crack at those games you got." You know, he's like, "Oh man, they're all digital." So nobody's going to take a hundred games and go, even if you can play those, which you know, if they're PlayStation Plus or whatever, and you don't use this use login, you can't. So he mm-hmm. misses all that, which you can't. Those are always digital. No, it's just not. A, that's a bad example. But you know, nobody's going to say, "Hey, I got a hundred games on this card here, so I'm going to up the price of this Vita from 150 to uh, fifteen hundred dollars." <laughs> you know, exactly, nobody's going to. Yeah. I'm not going to buy that one, dude. But you know, if you got your little physical games, you can piecemeal it out and so on and so forth. And but hey, you know, you just missed out on it just for the convenience of, and uh, you know, and that's just a lot of gamers don't think about that. I always do. Always buy all my stuff physical if I can, just because for that reason, I'd like to collect it, but yeah. And look the only at it. Di- yeah. The only digital games I have are the free ones that PlayStation give out. Yeah. I mean, that's the only ones that I have digital. All the rest are bought media because I mean, it, it's going to last. It'll be there. I mean, if you know, something happens with servers or whatnot, you can lose all your digital downloads. I mean, I think like that because I'm a tech person, 
I could lose my digital stuff. I very easily lose it and not get it back. I mean, there's been times when you hear people that buy things through eBay and they lose their money because eBay's like, oh, well, you paid for it. We, you know, we've already collected our fees. We don't care. You know, you could lose things like that with with digital media, and it's just to me, it's not worth it. It's not. There's no value there for me. Yeah. So, uh, well, anyway, I was just uh, switch gears, and uh, I was at the crawfish tournament, which is a golf tournament I go home for every year i try to back to uh forest mississippi where we're from where we grew up and played in the in the uh, actually played in the golf tournament with coach rx and uh his brother uh grown jaybird and um dude it was so much fun man i mean it made me mm-hmm. kind of go oh, i don't know just come back to forest i'm only there for the party you know <laughs> and yeah. it's like when there's a party going on but um I just wanted to say this, man. Uh, so a lot of guys, you know, I live in, um, this is where I'm supposed to be right now, but you know, I was talking to Shane. I was just like, dude, let me tell you something, man, no matter where you go or how much money you can get, you know, uh, you know, with whatever job, how much money you're offered when you move or whatever, New York or California, whatever, or the prestige or fame you get, you cannot buy what, you know, you have here which is all of your friendships, you know, and this kind of stuff, your experiences that you shared together, you grew up together and stuff like that. I'm a little envious of that, man. I mean, um, but you know, I'll go back whenever I can, but we had a great time there. Um, made a couple of golf club, 2019 jokes, as, as you can imagine, that's kind of been our central, it's just like destiny's kind of, kind of your thing. We always seem to bring up this golf club 2019 every so often now, but, uh, we, it's a great social game. And Spencer was like, Oh man, he said, I love that uh, golf club podcast you had, man. He was just like, God, just, you know, I just love it, man. I just hate that. He wants to play it so bad, but he didn't have an internet. He'll call up Zach and, <laughs> and be like, How did you do in that tournament? <laughs> you know, he just, so it's a great social game, dude. And we had, we had played a, uh, had a lot of fun. There's a guy in our um, uh, society now named Taxman. He's just like dominating. And he's, he's not unbeatable, but he's won every tournament, which has only been two that he's played in. Uh, but we're like, oh, we got to beat this guy. You know, we're like texting back and forth <laughs> and stuff. But, man, it's just so much fun. Um, but that's kind of what I've been up to doing that. Uh, I thought we went somewhere else just recently, but I can't think on the spot here. Uh, but most of the time, it's just been work. Uh, that had been a, We had to do a lot of testing at uh, work. And so I've been kind of kind of drowning in that. It's why we hadn't brought you guys any podcast and why me and Clear hadn't been talking uh, too much, but we're going to get back on schedule here. We're done with all that, and uh, we're going to go with the Toe Jam and Earl, the day that we promised you back in the Sega episode, or excuse me, Sonic episode, to give you guys more Sega, and we're going to do the uh, Final Fantasy VI Part Three next time. So, um, dude, let's go ahead and get started with this Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, and we got to also mention too, real quick, before we before we roll on, uh, one, go out and check out the trailer for Iceborne for um, uh, Monster Hunter World. They got a nice trailer with new monsters in there. Um, so that's going to be pretty cool content. I wanted to say that just real quick just because I'm going to start playing that again. And then also, too, um, another thing on, on the note is today is the day that we will announce the winner for the PlayStation Classic. So stay tuned. We're going to announce it sometime during this episode. Cool. All right, so... Toe Jam and Earl.
So this is classic Sega. Super classic Sega. Sega Genesis. And I played it at your house. First time I ever saw it. Um, this is the second game. So this is this is like, this is like a polarizing thing amongst Toe Jam and Earlers. And you either like this one, part two. There's three games out. Uh, this is the part two. This is the platformer. Uh, or you like the first one. The first one was, I've heard it described anywhere from a um, roguelike to a Easter egg hunt. <laughs> that, so yeah. you can tell which people liked it and which people didn't. The very first Toe Jam and Earl, nobody really knew what it was. It's literally a fetch quest, constant fetch quest that goes around and you collect pieces of your ship, your own Earth. Mm-hmm. Click, collect pieces of your ship to go home. Okay, so... Before we uh, before we dive too deep into that gameplay, let's just talk about um, what well, it before, is. And before you go too far there, too, is um, also, too, we mentioned that we were going to um, uh, the um, limited run games, their reproduction of uh, Toe Jam and Earl back in business is the first game. So basically, that's what we will be seeing when we play that because I actually want to play that one through and whether we do a podcast on it together or i do a fireside chat on it depending on how everything goes you know we just want to let y'all know we're going to do that and also too don't we have an extra copy of that we're going to give away eventually yeah i should have one i haven't got any yet though (laughs) i haven't got those in yet yeah we haven't got those in at all yet so so in the 90s when did it come out 93 93 all right toe jam and earl two or one uh toe jam and earl the the first game was released in 91 the this one was released in 93 so, the 90s attitude, the Sega attitude that wanted to compete with Super Nintendo were, um, you know, we're cool, we're hip, we're for the uh, uh, adolescents, the teenagers, not just for kids, your cute little Mario Karts with your Koopa Troopa shooting a green shell, and uh, your princesses and toadstools, you know, uh, now, we got Toe Jam and Earl, the two hip, funky dudes, that are, uh, you know, even Toe Jam's got the gold, big gold necklace, like, like, uh, what was his name? Oh my god! I can't think uh, of it on the on the spot. But uh, I had that had the big clock around his neck, man. All right, time out. Oh, I got to look for it. Yes, what was his name? Gosh, Flavor Flav. Yeah, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. <laughs> we forget Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. So there you go. So it's like Fla- Flavor Flav. And Earl's just big, cool, you know, just hanging out, chilling, type of type of thing, right? Has some funky, funky music going on. And they got all it the from time. Grand Funk Railroad or whatever. They took a lot of oh, inspiration yeah. from bass, all that super bass songs. I mean, it's just and so really good music to fit the Sega image, right? So again, you know, at one point maybe I'll we'll go into the Sega how it this the plan it took to try to overtake the game market, which it did. Um, nobody talks about that, but anyway. Uh, and it's funny too, though these aliens are wearing Converse. You got aliens course, wearing Converse. Man. I mean, they're kicking it in Converse. Yeah, retro. And so uh, Chuck Taylors, but um, but anyway, so that's kind of the the, the theme here. Um, and the guy that developed the game, he's kind of went all over. He played uh, he played uh, one game called Rogue. As a matter of fact, that's an adventure game like on the Commodore or something. That's kind of how he he kind of got into it. And I can't remember what got him into this, wanting to do this particular style for aliens, but he wanted to call them Flow Jam and Whirl. 
And uh, when he told the programmers, yeah, so, so, so Flow Jam and Whirl, exactly. So, no. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. So they so they told it to the programmer. Programmer um, misunderstood, right? And so he did. To- I thought he said Toe Jam and Earl. And they pitched it to Sega. It went, got all the way through all that to pitch to Sega. And they were like, they loved the name so much. Toe Jam and Earl's an awesome name. I mean, it just yeah. rolls off the tongue so much, so well. Yeah, but it's just cool because it's so, it's so wacky. Like Toe Jam, okay, that's somebody's name, Toe Jam, and then. Earl. Earl. It's so basic. (laughs) It just fits so perfect. It Um, does. And so these are classic, iconic characters. Um, And this is what makes the 90s and our our childhood growing up, as Coach said one time, like, you know, they're remaking our childhood. They never Mm -hmm. remade the things our parents had, you know, growing up. And they're, but this is one of the reasons why. I wish Toe Jam and Earl could have became like sonic's backup you know like you know how mario had all the other characters behind them uh, yeah you know which toe jam and earl could have fit in that same thing because they're such cool characters they're just something a little different and a little out there yeah and it's kind of like but sonic is more chill like i'm cool and i got a little attitude but i don't got to show you that i'm cool all the time like he does he, he's cool because he didn't try to be cool he's just sonic toe jam and earl and they don't necessarily i mean they try to be cool they're hip they're earl out there try funky. To be cool. earl's just walking around just oh himself. he's he's yeah. cool he just laid back chill <laughs> yeah so but i mean he's got glasses on you know and all that kind of stuff so but i mean that's just kind of part of their that's part of their flavor man that's part of their gear is just get down like that so uh they're in your face a little bit right so anyway back to the game the very first one finding the spaceship you find it and you go home. But that's what you said. Back in the groove, Toe Jam and Earl Back in the Groove is uh, the remake that um, when uh, Limited Run Games decided they were going to do a Toe Jam and Earl, I was really excited because I thought it was going to be the second one because that's the one I played yeah. first. I never even played the first one. I played the first one just a very little bit. I mean, to me, I started on Toe Jam and Earl 2 on this one and then went back and played one. And so to me, I like this one better than one. But, you know, it's still, that's- they're still. That's Still a common games. thing because for people that played it first. Now, they did a sensor uh, census when they um, was going to release part three, which we don't want to get deep into at all yet. But they released part three, and when they did a kind of a, a census on which one do you want, majority of people said they wanted one again, mm-hmm. and that's why back in the groove is one. All right. Um, so after playing Toe Jam and Earl, Panic on Funkatron. I'm glad remaking one. Nah. <laughs> uh, and I don't want to say oh, it's man, a, no, I so wish they'd remake two. I so wish they'd do a well, remake of this I would, one. I, mean, I would like it. So much fun. Well, so I played like the first two or three levels. And I didn't do little kid mode or anything like that. So they got a little kid mode on there, which means you just don't die. Yeah. But, but you can only get through a third of the game. So what, how many levels are there in part two? Uh, I think 17 levels, 18 yeah, something levels, something like, like that. that. Somewhere in there. I and forget exactly how lot. many. It's a lot. That second one takes forever. So here's here's how here's the th- uh, thing. Toe Jam and Earl are back on their home planet of Funkatron. And they uh, have realized that some humans have latched on, on their ship or got in their ship. Or stowaways. Sto- yeah, stowaways. And they're all on the news now. So they did a. This is a cool concept here. So this, they're all over the. They're all over the planet. But what this allows them to do on Funkatron, not only is Toe Jam and Earl, you know, the cool, two cool aliens. Everybody on Funkatron is funky fresh. 
And so oh, now you everybody. can introduce all these different personalities and all these different aliens. And so that just keeps it cool. I mean, that, that keeps it really cool. And think about how cool it is now. Think about how cool it was in the 90s when they they were actually cool. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. You got Bebo, Lawanda. I mean, you got all kinds of, you know. It was cool to be like Toe Jam and Earl back then. So, yeah, so funny. So, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, so you could go ring their doorbells. You had coins in the game. It's, you know, the whole uh, premise is you got to capture all the humans, throw them on your spaceship, or throw them on a launcher, send them back to Earth. So you hit them with jars. And then they'll ball up in a jar. So you got these, and of course they're really wacky. You got the uh, guy that wants to take pictures of you all the time. He's a tourist on the planet, so he takes a picture at you. Your, your eyes are, you know, you go blind essentially. You're just, just frozen spin. in place. Spin, yeah, spin in place. It's kind of cool. And then you got the the you know rich woman with the poodles that come oh, at gosh. you. Oh gosh, yeah, I hate that one. <laughs> <laughs> and this naked man in a cardboard box. I mean, exhibitionist. Yeah, yeah sing, sing <laughs> and then you have the boogeyman. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, you boogeyman. Have the tooth fairy. I didn't. Yeah, I saw tooth fairy. Yep. And you have my favorite of all time is the ghost cow. <laughs> I never run into the ghost. I know what you're talking the about. I didn't run cow, into it. It's just floating around, and it goes all over the place. It's hilarious. <laughs> I loved it, and it, and it's, it, it just gives me great memories because like my little brother would watch me play this all the time, and when that happened, he would just lose it. I mean, he literally would pee his pants laughing so hard because it's just so funny. It's just so out there. You know, that's what I loved about it. it was so out there. And the boogeyman. Oh, he's the boogeyman's he walks up great. To, oh, it's so funny because he just say he's just out of nowhere. He'll go. Boogie, 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 boogie. And then, like, and, and what's so funny about it is, is when he appears, it's not just one boogeyman. It's always like four or five boogeymen right there in that area. <laughs> if you ever pay attention, it's always multiple boogeymen. It's not just one. So, yeah, so it's they disappear kinda, and come back. And so you're running, they're, they're invisible. And you can hit them while they're invisible, but then they'll go yep. boogie, boogie when they pop up close to you. Mm-hmm. I've only seen the one little, it's like a, and he's like a, he doesn't look like a human. He's like a purple face, like a little yeah. demon or something. The tooth fairy is freaky looking, man. Is she just a fairy that's floating around at the top? Or I thought that was a witch or something. Yeah, yeah, this tooth fairy. Fat and everything. Yeah, she's fat, (laughs) blue, and just kind of, she looks evil. But they call her the tooth fairy. and It's just so funny. Oh my gosh, it's just, it's, it's crazy what all they've done. So, and then you got just this other girl that'll run up and, she's like a kid, run up and kick you on the shin. Uh-huh. Um, you, you got, got a little, uh, little boy that throw the baseball at you. Yeah, throw, throw the baseball, catch or whatever. And so, anytime they hit you, it hurts you. So, you got a little life. And um, you also have a couple of things. We got Funk, and Funk lets you kind of just, well, how would you explain it? You teleport, essentially. It's basically like area. A, yeah, but you're basically able to teleport a short distance. Yeah. Um. So it's it's pretty cool little feature. It allows you to find secrets. This game is littered with secrets, secret places, hidden doors. It's littered with it. You have to use your funk to find it. You have to use your funk radar to find it. I mean, it's just it's crazy how many secrets there are. And two, like with uh, what Hollywood was saying earlier with the coins, there's little meters everywhere. And so you put a coin in a meter and some. Sometimes it'll give you a present right above you, which will be like some funk or a coin or some points. Other times it'll pop another meter, then another meter, then this and this and this. I mean, it's just all kinds of cool little secrets throughout this entire game. That's that's what I loved about the game because you're always finding something new every time you played it. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that. Uh, they put the meter, parking meter stuff, and then you have little timers that you have to to, to kind of to get. 
you know, they're floating on a balloon or whatever, or sometimes it would just be a present. So you, you can also like run and shake trees and you're just hoping, you're trying to get the humans to come out. Yeah, and so sometimes shake, when you shake a tree, a, a garbage can or something fall, it hits you in the head. Now garbage can, you. bowling ball. You gotta be pretty like quick to move too. I mean. Oh but, yes. And I couldn't tell. So the controls are real slippery. Uh, and now, and all, and all fair. And so it's classic Sega. I posted something on Twitter about it, but. Uh, oh yeah, you complained again about it. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, dude, come on. You gonna have a platformer with slippery controls? I mean, this isn't this isn't 1990. It's 93. You know, come <laughs> on. You should figure this out by now. But um, no, but I mean, just you know, it's. I mean, it's it's the it's this is Sega's classic thing. It's all about the presentation. It's all about the thesis, and then people feel cool playing it. Now I want to buy it, but if you just take all that away. If they were just two dudes jumping around like Mario, you'd be like, this is a terrible thing. Which, that's okay. That's just where Toe Jam and Earl is. Um, and that's what it's, it doesn't try to try to say, well, no, it's really a good game without all this. It doesn't say that at all. That is part of the, that's part of the package. Exactly. It's not trying to be more than more than anything of what it is. I mean, it's it's just a funky, crazy game. I mean, that's all it is. And it's yeah. just try, it just tries to be that. And I think that the controls actually match that. It's kind of like with Sonic. Sonic's a really fast guy. You're not going to stop on a dime when you're doing 90 miles an hour. You're going to slide a little bit. Right you in know, that that's, hole. That's, that's, that's all, that's, and with Toe Jam and Earl, you know, look at Toe Jam. He's got three feet, you know, and he's when he starts really moving, his feet get out from under him, you know. And then you've got Earl, big old, you know, basically he's the predecessor to Patrick from, from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> You know, he's, he he's basically exactly like the, Patrick almost. Uh, Patrick's a I mean, starfish, really, right? Uh, yeah, Patrick's starfish. He looks yeah. almost exactly the same without sunglasses. You know, I mean, that, it, it's crazy how much they look alike they look. And it's like the people that you know, wrote SpongeBob modeled, modeled Patrick after this. But, you know, he's a guy that's, you know, when he walks, he kind of has this swagger about him. You know, he's not going to be tight. He's loose. You know, he, it's it's that whole funk thing. They're, they're loose, you know. When you think of... Oh, okay. I didn't realize they did that for the factor of it's kind of like you're dancing you're like that's kind of the, the swag that's, and that's how i feel it it's is i swag. mean because when you watch him walk he's got a swag walk i mean when toe jam walks he's got a swag walk when the other characters walk they got swag <laughs> you know it's it's filled with basically 90s you know hip-hop yeah. era kind of stuff i mean when you look at it it looks like a hip-hop thing you know i mean it's just just it's one of those feels. a little bit like you're walking exactly. hey earl turn around nah man i'll wait I mean, he, jump he right does, there I mean, nah, man <laughs> it's it's like everything kind of drags in it, and, and, it, and I like that about the game. You know that that's that it just was it whole it fit the whole theme of the game to me, and the feel of that whole fresh funky vibe that they were trying to put out. So you feel it for Sonic being slippery because he's supposed to be fast. You feel it for this one slippery because it's supposed to be slow. Essentially, yeah. is what you're saying. I got you. Yeah, they, they right. kind of they, they kind of make the controls fit the theme. So fast you know? or slow. You can still be slippery. <laughs> and it's Sega. So Sega's, that's what you should just say. This is Sega's controls. They're slippery, except for Shadowrun. <laughs> but, uh, so, so, man, I played the first level, and I mean, how, I don't know, eight humans or so that you capture. And this is yeah. where it lost me. So, eight humans, you get them, you go on. Okay, cool. We're going to move on 17 more times. And then that second level, holy cow. They're everywhere. everywhere. The and I died. I couldn't even... Yeah, it's so long. And uh, you have to... So another thing you can do is a panic button where he panics and just runs around, throws jars everywhere. First you get to pick Toe Jam or Earl, or you can do co-op, which is cool. Um, but uh, panic, he just runs around. I had to, I had to activate that a couple times. He got a vacuum oh, yeah. that he throws down, and he sucks all the humans in the, in, on the screen. 
into the vacuum and uh, turns them into jars. But, um, yeah, man, I was like, dude, I keep dying here. I can't. You got to get on the platform. It's pretty difficult. For the second stage, it's like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do, uh, you know, this 15 more times or whatever it'll be. But um, I try to go back and watch it through um, just family circumstances. I didn't get a chance to go back and watch it. Um, so from past the second stage, man, well, you're going to have to take it. because I don't well, know. T- well, t- well, today I watched a playthrough of a guy that beat it in like 49 minutes. Okay. The entire game in like 49 minutes. And I skipped through some of it and everything like that. Basically what it is is that the main gist of the game to go through it because you've got... So, so all the stages end up eventually repeating. You've got basically three main stages. The one that looks like um, the first stage, it's kind of just open world trees and stuff like that. Um, the other main stage is a snow stage. It's a lot of snow and whatever. And then you've got water. Uh, things that involve water, you've got to go into you know caverns that are underwater and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, none of the none of the people are underwater, and then you also have like this this field. It's just a flat board that you could barely see your characters above like the the flowers. Okay. But there's all kinds of stuff there, and it's just a straight run. Really? You know? Yeah, it's a really cool board, but like you can have like there's packages there's presents all uh, hidden back there like a, there's humans i mean all kinds of stuff okay so it's a straight it's up kind of, level it's, kind it's of, not a bonus it's kind game. of a tra- it's, it's kind of a transition stage well then you have bonus games you have you have two different bonus games in this one you have the one where it's uh you go into the funk warp and you have to use your um your funk your funk that makes you warp through stuff because there's doors that as soon as you hit a door it puts you back into the regular world and there's also um, barriers that slow you down because you want to go as fast as possible because it is timed. Because once you run out of time, it puts you back into the real world. So what but happens you when go, you finish that? Have you ever, when can you, fin- you finish it? You can finish it. It's a, there is three or four different levels inside of that. What do you just and get? So something? You get you get like tons of like funk. You pick up funk coins. Um. Uh, points, all kinds of stuff. J- super jars, you get all that good stuff. Basically, everything that you need to be able to capture people. Okay. You know, so it's so basically, it's the perfect place to go in and do that, get all of that that you can. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's great for that. Um, so there's also this other thing, too, that you're trying to find these warp places that warp you to this little bitty room. And in this room, every time you warp to it, I think it's a different room each time you warp to it, but it's got these pieces. If you collect all 15 pieces, you get the special ending. Yeah. There's a yep, special yep. secret ending that's basically everybody saying, congratulations, you know, really cool ending. Go you back know. Through, your, through your hometown <laughs> or something and everybody's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. I remember seeing so, that. So you get that ending. So I never got that ending in the game playing it myself. I just got the regular basic ending, which basically you're sending everybody back on the ship, you know, back up. Nothing big, nothing special, no big fireworks or anything like that. Real basic. <clears throat> so, um, but I mean, when you're looking at it from 17 plus levels, all the levels technically repeat, but they have different like layers to them. Kind of like, you know, you've got your different platforms and stuff like that they're never really this you know they, they repeat the same thing over and over and over um, yeah. so that's kind of the one downfall to the game but it's not repeated exactly because it's a platformer they just change the platforms in it yeah um so you have different like heights to go through and different water places to go into different warp places to go through but for the most part i mean you've got just a few basic levels and then they just all repeat and you go through them trying to catch all the people yeah 
And that's kind of what I've heard too, that it does get monotonous, but there's a lot of charm, which we both agree. Um, and so that got me thinking while you were talking and you, maybe, I, maybe I just have overlooked it, but let me just ask you. So, you know, 90s, you know, Sega had the 90s or Sonic had the attitude. That's how synonymous Sonic is with Sega. I, I've misplaced yeah. Sonic for, with Sega twice already. Jim and Earl had their attitude, right? That 90s mm-hmm. funk, just that's the theme of the game. Where are the themes now in these games like that? I mean, I can't, I, I know we're in space and we're space Marines. I get, oh, I no, I get it. It, that, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't get encapsulate. Like the games now don't encapsulate what's going on in the world. Like, you know, let's, let's just, let's just take days gone. For instance, it's, it's a zombie game. It's just kind of, it's just riding the back of all the zombie games that have been out there. World War Z, they've got a World War Z game out now. It's just riding off the back of that. It's not encapsulating like the pop culture of today like Toe Jam and Earl did. Toe Jam and Earl encapsulated the pop culture so well, but in a way that was screaming, oh, well, here's Tupac and here's Biggie. You know, here's, <laughs> you know, rap and here's hip hop. You know, it, it has its own way of doing it, but when you listen to it and play it, you're like, that's definitely the 90s. You feel the attitude. You feel the vibe. You feel the funk. You feel the bounce and all that. But there's no games that do that nowadays. You know, you don't get that. Now, granted, I feel like nowadays the pop culture is not as fresh as what it was back then. Back then it was so iconic because it was the beginning of genres. Now you just have repeats of genres. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, I feel like the games have kind of lost that. Somebody might say, well, what about Fortnite? And Fortnite, it's just like you said, yeah, the dances. I mean, they do got cool outfits and whatever, but the dances are from a bygone era. They are back from the 90s. They are back from the, you know, all that stuff. They're they're, they're 90s dances. You've got the Carlton in there. You've got the Cabbage Patch. You've got all the hip-hop dances from back then. They're ripping off of our childhood. So it's Fortnite, not a it's not Fortnite's a, a rip off from our childhood. So they they don't even count because of that. It's not Same a way, theme that sets up its own you know what it oh, is yeah. its own personality. The only game that I can think of while you were talking about that is one called Brutal Legend. Did you ever play Brutal Legend? I played it a little oh, bit. Oh my that's gosh, kind of, that's, the, that's the Jack Black it's a game. Yes, right? so it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just it's just the heavy metal. You know, they play in the band, he dies or something, and he goes to hell, and he just rocks out to get out or something. He meets Ozzy yeah. Osbourne in there. It's just really cool theme, uh, and that's got a charm to it as well. That's the only one I can think of offhand here while but you're that talking. To me, but that, to me, is still of the late 90s, early 2000s. It's not really representative of now either. No, well, it's like 80s. You know? <laughs> but well, yeah, yeah, I got to just say it is It is 80s, but, I mean, you think about the – you think of that culture of the – the hard rock, the heavy metal, and all of that—that that was really popular for us in the you know late nineties, yeah, early two thousands. Yeah, it's metal. Uh, it's more metal than hair band, so yeah, it's probably nineties. Exactly. And so, I mean, it's just it, once again, it's a, it, it's it's not really indicative of its time. It's indicative of a time before it. I yep. mean, it's just it, it's. But anyone that has a theme like that, it's a fun thing. Let me celebrate a piece of culture, right? A piece mm-hmm. of our society that's fun. Well, uh, For Honor is a good game to talk about because For, For Honor covers, you know, medieval knights and things like that, and that's a era that people really love in time. Times talking about knights and stuff. Well, I mean, if it did, if there's a game that you know celebrated chivalry and how it be- took to become a knight and a story like that, that's one one theme. But um, you know, that's more of a I had never played yeah. it, but that's more of a, a PvP type of thing. But 
Um, but that's very interesting conversation there. But you know, Toe Jam and Earl's on its own. I mean, there's that was really during is. the time that uh, you know it just took some cool stuff. You know, I don't know, like it's, it's like, like having. Hey, it's, it's like it was, having an Elvis like, game when Elvis came out, you know, but exactly. they didn't have it back then, you know. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, because uh, they 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 replicated the hip hop in the in the game, and hip hop was really big at the time. I mean, it's when Tupac and Biggie were, you know, really big were around that time. So I mean, it's just like they encapsulated the time of when that game came out for inside that game, and it's fantastic to see that because you just don't see it in game making anymore. Everybody's wanting to make their space shooters and their grandioso galaxy games but you have this game here toe jam and earl and it's like hey it's 1993 what are we gonna do well let's just repeat what we're doing right now in everyday life and throw it into a game you know (laughs) of course we're not running around capturing people but it's just one of those things where it's like it it just when you play the game you feel like you're back in the 90s you know, it's just one of those. It takes you back. You feel it. It, it, it. You get into it. It's like, man, I really wanted to go pull out, you know, some of my old music and go listen to it just because that that whole beat and vibe. And you, <laughs> y'all will hear some of the music in the podcast Absolutely. when we put it in there. And it's just Especially fantastic. It's so good. I mean, it's just so good. I mean, it's just it's so much to talk about. But it, it, but on one point, it's such a great game. On another point, it's a very monotonous game because, yeah. like I said. You've only got a couple levels, but you've got seventeen of them. And <laughs> you so they say re- a couple of levels repeats. seventeen times. <laughs> it repeats over and over and over. You're capturing the same humans over and over and over. You know, when you go to a new level, they don't do anything different. I mean, the cow, the the ghost cow, all he does is fly around and moo at you. You know, the tooth fairy, she just you know <laughs> tries to bop you all the time. The boogeyman tries to scare you. The kid kicks you in the shin. The, the kid hits you with the baseball. The tourist flashy with the flashbulb. The uh, singer in the box just runs you over because he will push you off the map. Yeah, uh, I, couldn't, I didn't even kill him. I don't. Yeah, I just I didn't know how you, to kill him. You have to let. He has to be standing up, singing Figaro. Yeah, and you see him, and you see him like that. I hit him a couple if it, times. If, if he's in the box, he's protected. So the box can't be captured, but as soon as oh he's standing gosh. up out of the box, you can capture him. The big trick with him is is you have to have super jars. Super jars allows you to capture him with one jar versus having to throw yeah. two jars. And you have to jump over him when he's doing that and throw a super jar down. I see. And that's what's cool about it, too, is you can throw your jars very directional. You can throw them all the way around you in a circle. It does aim assist, too, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, they did good with that. I think that was really good to have, you know, you, you didn't have downloadable content back then, so they had it to where you can go through the game or you can go through it and get all the the pieces and have the real ending. And mm-hmm. that's just a reason to replay value. Of course, it had a lot of replay value because it was just funky. Well, and there was I remember so we just got on there and jumped on the trampoline thing forever. Oh man, the, yeah, the, the trampoline fungus. thing. That, that's one of the fun. That's one of the fun parts about it is is on the trampoline thing in certain places when it's really big. <laughs> they have a judge section that will judge you on how on how good you will do. I mean, we'll, I would we would. I remember me and Hollywood would spend hours on the game. We just get to that part of the game and just sit there and say, <laughs> "Let's see if we can get all tens." So hard to get all tens uh, so too. I mean, fun. it's just so hard. But you get points for it. You get rewards. The higher you get, the better rewards you get. You know, you get little secrets there. So you got to jump up in the air and you do flips, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. You can go back. Okay, I'm going to do a back, two back flips, and I'm going to stop and do one front flip. And you're trying to land it. You got to land on your feet. 
Yep. You know, if you land on your head, it's over or something. You got to land. If you land yeah. on your stomach or back, you don't get as many points. If you land on your feet and you get to bounce right back up and do it again, mm-hmm. that's fun, man. It was so much fun. I mean, yeah, that's uh, that was what was fun about this game. Is you never had to beat it to have fun and enjoy yourself playing it, because you always had fun little secrets like that. I mean, each stage, each, all seventeen of them have their own individual little secrets in them, and so you get your secret little warp doors and things like that, and it's just so much fun. And there's actually warp doors where you can warp to different stages and skip over stages. So, I mean, there's just all these different things that you can find in the game. And I want to say you have to get to level two. You can go to a level two that will skip you to level five and then so on and so on. Um, I'll post a link to the guy's video that beat it in 49 minutes. It was actually a pretty cool little video. Like I said, I watched it in pieces. I didn't get to watch all of it. Um, but, you know, it really just cool stuff in there because, like, you're watching him. You're like, why is he doing, like, why is he running panic right now? And then you realize, oh, wait, he's doing it to build speed to get across the stage quicker. Or to get to this yeah. point quicker, you know, and it's like I'm interested in seeing that. It's it's kind of neat. It, it was a neat little video to watch, and like I said, didn't watch all of it, but I did watch a good chunk of the beginning, a good chunk of the middle, and then I watched the ending because I wanted to see the special ending because you know I wanted to make sure that you know what I remembered is what it was, and it's everybody's telling you congratulations and all that, and then you finally send all the people, you know, send them all away. So, as I was saying about the uh, DLC with the extra uh, playthrough to try to get the pieces, that was kind of not before its time, but it's a, you know, not many games were doing that. Um, you know, like you were saying, jumping on the trampoline, we're still in the phase of video games to where you just like playing them. You, you didn't, sometimes you didn't expect to beat them, and that's okay. Uh, another thing that was ahead of its time um, was the original Toe Jam and Earl. So, roguelike, by the way. Um, that term. I'm assuming it comes from um, Rogue Legacy, the game where it's just procedurally generated stages. Every time you die, you lose everything, and you got to go back and do it. Some people love that. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, Dead Cells is a game like that. That's actually pretty fun, and it's fun to a point. Um, I do wish you could keep some of the stuff because, I mean, you'll get something, and you know you're going to die eventually. You're going to get to a part you can't finish, more than likely. Anyway, um, but... That term was not invented yet, is all I'm saying. When Toe Jam 1, Toe Jam and Arrow 1 came out, and it had procedurally generated levels. You could have it to where you could have uh, just your static levels, or if you got tired of playing that, you could procedurally generate your levels and it would be random. Um, it's way ahead of its time. Like you said, 90 when it came out, or 91. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, the first one, 91. Second one, 93. Yeah. And so. Um, and then so, 3 didn't come out until 2002. Yeah, so part three. So let's just jump into part three here for a minute, just quickly. Um, never played it. Didn't even know it existed until we started doing this. I didn't either, yeah. Uh, so it came out on Xbox. So first of all, it's supposed to come out on, or at least they, they had decided they wanted it to come out on Nintendo 64. And they had some concept art for it. Then it came out on, then they wanted it to come out on PlayStation 2. Then it came out on, they wanted it to come out on Dreamcast, which they got a beta for. Um, I think you can get the game on Dreamcast now. Somebody somehow came out with it or it leaked. And then it came out on Xbox. So it's on Xbox now. And just to show you the type of game this is, um, I want I want to see I'm gonna try something here. I've never done it before. Let me get the volume up. I want you to hear this character select screen for Toe Jam and Earl part three. And I want to see if it picks up. All right. I'm gonna take this headset out. 
That's the uh, character select screen, bro. <laughs> That's when you collect select uh, Toe Jam. That happens. You select Earl. Or you don't even select them. You just highlight them. They, they're trying to get yeah. you to select them, you know? I mean, that's how much production value. Well, that's really cool because it like it still keeps the vibe from Panic on Funkatron and the earlier one. Oh, I mean, it's it just, just Toe skips, Jam. It's classic it, it, Toe Jam and it, Earl, it just man. Keeps it. You know, and two, it's it's almost like, man, that's a, that's almost what I would would think they would sound like, too. Because like when you see yeah, yeah. when you see Earl, he's he's definitely gonna be this deep talking voice yeah. guy like this. You know, he's gonna be kind of like feel. that James Earl. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I told Jam, I mean, you told Jam, you know, he's gonna have that little squeaky voice. You know, yeah, dude, it's uh, that's that's clap. I mean, that just shows you the type of. You know, when you, hey, you're going to remake a Toe Jam and Earl, this is what it's going to be like, you know. Mm-hmm. And even the uh, the beat that don't, 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 you know, the way it's that the they, redid it, yeah. they redid it for um, the intro to this one. And I'll play the song on, on the podcast and it just sounds good. And I just hope, I don't know how that's going to come through on the mic. Uh, probably not as, it the was, bass is it, probably it not a, as good. It was bump, bumping on my ears good. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was waiting for my wife to come in here and go, waking up the baby. You know, <laughs> the baby's probably but, asleep, just nodding his head. I was just smiling uh, the whole time, man. It's just uh, so he's, good. He's, he's sitting there sleeping, and all the uh, uh, he, he's sitting there sleeping and in his dreams. He's seeing that ghost cow going, Moo. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, but anyway, so that the third one is called Mission to Earth, and it's they couldn't again, like I told you at the beginning, they wanted to make it more like the original one. And some people, of course, one of the second ones, they did a mix. And they said it's a pretty good mix of the of the two. And they originally wanted to call it, um, let me see, what do they want to call it? All funked up. <laughs> and so they didn't, uh, uh, they didn't do you gotta it. You got to be careful they, with that. Huh? Yeah, but I mean, that sounds awesome. It and, does. Um, but anyway, so that I don't, we didn't get much into that one. It's a 3D platformer uh, yeah, on I never Xbox. Yeah, so. But uh, they also appeared in the... I remember playing this at your house. Because you said I had the Menacer, didn't you? No, you, no, no. Okay, no. I thought you, I, you thought I had a Super Scope, but I never had a I thought, Super yeah, Scope. Yeah, I thought you had a Super Scope. Okay, you had the Menacer and went over there. And I did have a Menacer, yeah. Called uh, Ready Aim Tomatoes. You remember that yes. game? Yes. Oh, my gosh, that was so fun. And it had Toe Jam oh, and Earl forgot in it. That. I forgot about that game. <laughs> yeah, you shoot oh, tomatoes. Oh, <laughs> God. Now I so have to get... I so have to get a Sega Genesis and a Menacer. I, I probably I don't, don't even have think a it TV. works. 
I think say I probably don't have a TV that it'll work on, but I so have to get it just to have it. Like, <laughs> God, I remember. Like as soon as you said that, like the memory oh, yeah. just boom. radiating tomatoes. That was such a fun game. We love that. That's my favorite oh, one gosh. on there. We for use, sure. We use that. So we played that game so much. Oh, we got to play. We got to do a one on that one. <laughs> That's there. You go. There's our next Sega, Sega one. Is on the Minnesota <laughs> radiating tomatoes. tomatoes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So it was on the the radiating tomatoes was on the. Uh, the disc or whatever the uh, the cartridge that it, it yeah. came with like six games or something mm-hmm. i think Min- super scope super scope six had six games yep and minister i think had more than that but um uh, i think it had like about eight or so games on its cart yeah so but very simple games though i think it's just earl down there like directing how many tomatoes you got left and all this it's, yes i remember that yeah he had yeah. handed you the tomatoes it's so, so funny so um well you got anything else to say about this one, man? I mean, the, the, I mean obviously, really. I mean, just the, the I mean, theme of it is the best part not of the a, game. There's not a whole lot to say about Tojam and Earl Panic on Fuckatron. It's a fun game. Replayability is eh. The nostalgia is super there. I mean, if you're wanting a game to play for nostalgia, definitely Tojam and Earl. You know, if you're looking for a game that holds up, eh, I mean, I, I enjoyed <laughs> playing it just because I, I like the nostalgia part for it. But if you're looking at just for that replayability, uh, two playthroughs and you're done. Yeah, you know, that's it. You know, I mean, it's really not much beyond that. Um, yeah. Unless you like going jumping on the trampoline like we did. I mean, <laughs> you know, so so um, uh, overall, I mean, reading through here when they did a uh, they did a rating system back in 2014, I think I read. Uh, here and Toe Jam and Earl Panic on Fucking Tron was listed the top, no, the number ten game of all time for the Sega Genesis. Wow! Just because that people remember it so much, and that that was it. Yeah, it, yeah. In August of 2014, Toe Jam and Earl Two was listed on Games Radar at number ten on best Sega Genesis Mega Drive games of all time. So, I mean, it's 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 nostalgic. You have you know basically. I mean, it, it, it wraps up the culture then. I mean, it's just one of those awesome games. Just a lot of fun. But, I mean, it's... Are you going to go back and play it? Am I going to go back and play it over and over again? No, not really. I had fun playing it again. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I haven't played it since, you know, probably early 2000. You know, I'm probably not even, you know, then. But... You know, it was fun to sit there and remember how much fun it was to play it, seeing the game go through. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, cool. Well, uh, let's go ahead and give away this PlayStation Classic. Please, I need to get it. I need to get it off my hands and give it to somebody. (laughs) I went to Best Buy today and I saw like a ton of them on there, and there's like thirty or forty bucks. Yeah, I saw a ton of them. So, but uh, it's all good. No, I'm just saying it's like they're still they 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 flop with that one. But I'm not but saying it ain't good. I can't find any Nintendo's or Super Nintendo classics anymore. They're all gone. Oh yeah, well they're all gone. I've I've the, every store that I've gone into they they're completely sold out. Which they did say they're going to quit producing them the first of this year, and they did. So pretty sad. There's no N64 mini. Not yet. It's not gonna be man. Uh I'm, not, I'm never going to say there's not going to be. I will say, for in our lifetime, of course it may be, but. Um, it's, you know, yeah, I think I think they're going to hold out on it a little bit longer than what we were hoping for. It's not going to be in the next year or so. And not to mention, the, they need to step it up with their 
online service, man. Yeah. Jeez, it, come on. Give it, me a Super Nintendo games. Give me some 60, 64 I will, games. I will say, though, if you are a Twitch Prime member, you can get up to a almost a year's worth of Nintendo Online for free. So go check that out if you're a Twitch Prime member. I know that's only like 20 bucks, but still... That's a free twenty bucks if you you know want to check it out. You know you got to be you know that basically they they want to make sure that you're going to be a prime member for at least three months and then there you go. But I'm a Twitch Prime member. I got it. It's you know it adds on to your account. You got to pay for Prime. Uh, well for Prime you do, but not Twitch Prime. Twitch Prime is oh, part right. of. Yeah, Twitch Prime is part of Prime. So basically, Prime, if like you're what, Amazon or something, yeah, Amazon Prime. Oh, so okay. if you're a, so if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get Twitch Prime. Twitch Prime gives you special add-ons and things like that. For so, like for Fortnite, because I'm a Twitch Prime member, I went into my Twitch account and there has all my things that I can get from my Prime, you know, from Prime. And I just go in there and select, okay, yeah, I see Fortnite. Hand me this, you know, these skins that they gave me. So I had some cool little skins to have that are, you know, unique for being a Twitch Prime member. They give games and all kinds of other stuff out. So check it out if you're not, if you're if you're a Prime member and you're a Twitch member, make sure you link the two together, get your freebies that they give out. It's nothing big, nothing fantastic, nothing game breaking, but nice little fun little add-ons here and there, you know, some free little stuff that, you know, could make you happy, make your day a little bit brighter. Make you happy. Yeah. Just make you a little happy. I mean, heck when you're already paying like a hundred, what, $139 now a year for prime. I stopped it. But, uh, anyway, so, all right. So thank you all, first of all, for playing on the PlayStation Classic Contest. Didn't have a lot of people this time. And so uh, I do want to say this to everybody that says, I know listen to the podcast, but don't uh, participate. Um, We do this for a hobby. You guys know that. Um, But even though we do it just for a hobby, you know, me and Clear both want to try to make it the best we can. We'd like to to do stuff with it. Maybe, you know, to try to continue to grow and, and all that. Anyway, all that to say... We've done our research on podcast. We've done, you know, we're constantly researching stuff like that. One thing we know is that contests do not help with growing a podcast. Okay? Not at all. So we know that from experienced people that have experienced doing podcasts. So all that to say, we only do these contests for you. We really do. Uh, we want to give it. We want to give you guys a, uh, stuff. And um, so don't feel bad if you know us. And you just don't want to participate because you're like, well, I don't want to have them spend money on me or whatever. That's that's fine. We, we, you know, I know a lot of people that have been listening since day one. You know, so, uh, dude, that's these are for you. You know, and, um, and two, if you're in Japan listening to us, which I know somebody's listening to us in Japan, we just had a ton of hits from a, from the beginning of this month. You listen to us in Japan. Look, I'll send it to you in Japan. I don't care. <laughs> I'll send it to you. It might cost me a little bit, but you know. I want to say thank you. This is a way for us to say thank you. You got to put know? a tariff code on it. I yeah, mean, it's going to be. I mean, I mean, if I have to do some crazy stuff, I'll do some crazy stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you. But you know, we'll get it to you somehow. You know, I mean, we've got listeners all over the place. I mean, been having a couple hits in Mexico lately. You know, Panama, all kinds of different places. So come hit us up. You know, I want to mention Michigan. Somebody in Michigan all of a sudden hit us up big time this month with listens. You know, if you're listening to us. Hit us up. Uh, you know, all it takes is a quick, you know, pop on a message, you know, through the many channels and outlets that you have to message us on. You know, you've got Twitter, you got Instagram, you got Facebook, you got email, you got through the Podbean app, you got every which way you can message us. All you had to do was say, hey, I heard it. Here you go. You know, and 
and, and it's not so much for us to say, oh, we're giving something to you. It's just, this is our way to give back. This is our way to say, here, thank you for listening. You know, thank you for being a part of our community. And one downside for a coastal minority, you've been on the podcast, you cannot play. He sent me the, <laughs> he sent me the word. The word was free lesson uh, if you hadn't listened. Yes, um, if you are a regular on the podcast, you cannot win. That's the only one. So, so Coastal and Coach, sorry, buddies. You're going to have yeah. to go buy your own. <laughs> All right. And uh, so here we go. Let's see where we land. Generate. There it is. I predict it's Anthony Distillo. It's not. Sorry, ah, Anthony. Sorry, yeah, Anthony. Sorry, no Anthony. win. I throw uh, your name out there because you're one of our good listeners that yeah. responds to us. So yeah, we appreciate you listening, Anthony. He's and, played uh, one. The winner is Jonathan Huff. Oh, there we go. There's somebody. <laughs> Before he's on the podcast, he gets to get it right. Because yeah. He hadn't been now, on one yet. But now, he's, if you come on the podcast, you do not get to win again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Huff, if you uh, when you hear it, hit us up and uh, let us know that you heard it. Get, you, get us your... Um, address and uh, we will ship it to you. Also, Anthony uh, has played in every contest. Shoot us your address too, man. I'll send you a H and K coffee cup if you drink coffee. Huff, if you drink coffee, just put it in the uh, in your uh, message as well. Huff I'll send drinks, you one. He drinks coffee, and if he doesn't, he can use it for something else. Cool. And send uh, him a mug. And Matt Gray, we'll go ahead and toss you in there for such a cool picture that you sent. Yeah, we'll send you all so, so basically, our top three, our top three people for this run is Jonathan Huff. He is our grand prize winner at the PlayStation. Exactly. And then we have Anthony and we have Matt, and y'all will both be getting a nice, good H and K logo coffee mug sent your way. So just make sure you get me your addresses. I know I already have them, but send them to me again anyway, just so I make sure I have them correct. And I will get all that stuff sent out to you. Well, Hollywood will get the mug sent to you. I'll get the PlayStation Classic sent out to you, Huff. Congratulations on everybody on winning your little prizes there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thanks for playing every single time. And I think Matt, if Matt Gray hasn't played. Well, he started listening after a couple contests because he's one of Anthony's friends. Anthony got him hooked on it, and he's played since he started listening. So he's pretty yeah. much played in every contest that's been available to him from from his listening point. And speaking of contest, did you have the contest ready for the Toe Jam? Well, we have a Toe Jam in Earl to give away. Yeah, so we how are we going to well. do the same thing? So, so I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you all. Uh, so this one is going to be a very unique one, just for the fact that we bought the game in Switch format. So for all your listeners out there, if you have a Switch, this is the contest for you to play in. If you don't, you can still play. Just gives you a reason to go buy a Switch. So basically, it's going to be another secret word. We just want to do another secret word, and the secret word is going to be funky. So just send us send us send us that word, and we will draw it. And in one of our upcoming podcasts, we'll let it run for a couple weeks because we know some people don't you know listen to podcast in uh, our podcast in groups. You know they don't listen to one or two; they listen to about four or five in groups. So we'll let it go probably until you know the first of June. We'll announce our winner, and so you've got till about the first of June. So just you know send us a message any which way you can. If you want to call me and say, hey, the password's funky. Great. If you want to text it to me, text it to me. You got contact information for all of us. Uh, just shoot it to us in one one form or fashion. We'll get you entered in the contest and we'll do a drawing for that one. Yep. One June deadline. 
Good there time. Go. I hear a beagle, dude. I hear oh, a beagle hear in the beagle? background. All right, guys. So I'm just gonna let you <laughs> let y'all know the the chaos that I've gone through tonight. So we were about to start the podcast, and then Hollywood just sees me get up and ghost him. I mean, I just got up and left. And so my neighbors have six beagle puppies. They used to have nine. They gave two. They gave three of them away. But they got six beagle puppies, and these they, these little jokers are notorious for getting out. I mean, they, it's, what they're I think nine months old now, and they've probably gotten out at least twice a month since they've been born. And they don't come to you, and they're slippery little rascals. So tonight I had to catch two of them running around in my backyard, and I just snatched them up by the scruff of their neck, threw them over their fence. And cruelty, the, man. I mean, dude, <laughs> that keep them. I mean, if you've never heard a beagle howl, go look up a sound bite on YouTube or whatever and listen to a beagle howl. Multiply that by six. It sounds like screaming people out there. I mean, it's just just constantly. And it's keeping my kid, my wife up. They couldn't get to sleep. And I was like, oh, yeah, they probably saw something because beagles are notorious for chasing after raccoons and squirrels and stuff. And now two of those little jokers were running around in my backyard just having a field day. I mean, they looked like they'd never been outside before the way they were running. Now, granted, I know they've been outside several times because they live out in an outside pen. But, yeah, hopefully they'll be finding a new home soon and we won't be dealing with this. So if you do, if you did hear any beagle howling in this podcast, it was brought to you today by the neighbors. Thank you, neighbors, yeah. for the howling beagles. Cool, cool. So, contest people. Facebook.com slash H-N-K-E-X-P is our Facebook page. Look us up, like us, leave us a review. We haven't gotten a review in a while. Yes, please give us a review. So, Anthony, Matt, all you guys out there that listen to us, Huff, you know, both Huffs, both Chris and Jonathan, give us reviews. Come on, guys. We, 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 we you know, reviews do help us too. So, and don't forget the secret word is funky. Cool. All right, man. Well, that will do it. Toe jamming her on. I'll leave you with some funky, fresh beats. 